Alright, what's going on everybody? We are back. Finally, a new episode of the Rye Pod here. Me, Ryan Wilson, my fiance, Solomia. How are we doing? We're doing excellent today. That is very good. Today, we're recording it today, Wednesday, March 17th, which is St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone. Happy St. Patrick's Day. We had some corned beef. Oh, it was yummy. such good corned beef and smashed potatoes. Smashed Look potatoes. Look that up, everybody. Oh, yes. Very yummy. And yesterday, Tuesday, March 16th, was Solmia's birthday. So Yay. happy birthday. Yay. Big 24. Okay, didn't have to tell everyone Very how excited. old I am, but all You're, right. Oh, so do you think 24 is old now? Yes, old man. Okay. <laughs> I'm a month and 15 days older than you. Yep, and I won't and let And my mic it. just fell. We're off to a great start. Yeah, super professional. <laughs> this is not championship podcasting. Okay, you got some good presents? Awesome Awesome presents. presents. I got, uh, if anyone knows, shout out to them. Uh, Ryan got me Loverboy Spritzes. Uh, anyone who knows me very well knows I love this company called Loverboy. And they make the most em- amazing alcoholic beverages. They're known for their hard teas, but they now have these hard spritzes. And they're so good. Um, so anyone who's looking for some delicious, low-calorie alcoholic gluten beverages. Free, gluten-free way, alcoholic beverages. Please check out Loverboy. 90 calories, guys. You yes. can get really drunk off of 90 calories. Yes. And I can attest. Isn't that everyone's dream? It is. <laughs> All right. So lots to cover. This is a great week. My, I think the greatest week in sports. Um, you know, obviously March Madness is this weekend. Mm-hmm. First round starts. We're going to go through our entire brackets. Of we're course. Excited to pick them. We also got some NFL free agency going on, and we're going uh, some big, not some the huge flashy signings, but some signings for our teams. And could some more quarterbacks be on the move? Some have requested trades. Some have not, but we think they are requesting trades. And um, we're going to do a quick uh, NBA update. I'm going to give you my contenders and pretenders for. The NBA championship this year. So as we're coming down to the playoffs, we're starting in a little over two months. So we are revved up and ready to go. But we're going to start tonight with, we have not done an episode. We're we're sorry. We've been very lazy, but we're back now. Uh, lazy or busy? Busy, but busy lazy. busy is the more correct thing. We say. have not done a podcast since the Super Bowl was played. Yikes. Um, so Buccaneers defeated the Chiefs 31 to 9. Uh, Brady was the Super Bowl MVP. He gets his seventh ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, he clearly won the divorce with Belichick. You know, all everyone knows all that. We're not going to get into it. But no. I need to make a clarification on what exactly happened in the game. So, for those that remember, the Bucks dominated the Chiefs the whole game long. And yes, they got a consistent pass rush on Patrick Mahomes. And yes, Mahomes had several of his offensive linemen out. But I still stand by the fact that Mahomes played a terrible football game. And that's okay. Bad games happen. He was 26 of 49, so barely over 50% completion percentage, 270 yards that was mostly in garbage time, and two interceptions, two horrible, bad interceptions. So, my clarific people are wanting to say that because I thought Mahomes had a bad game, this was all his fault, They were the, that he was the only reason the Buccaneers um, beat the Chiefs, the Chiefs lost, the only reason the Chiefs lost. So, what I want to say is, did I think he's the only reason the Chiefs lost? Absolutely not. They couldn't stop Tampa Bay, and you know they couldn't block. They couldn't block for Mahomes. But did Mahomes also play terribly? Yes. He missed throws early. 
and he missed throws, you know, all throughout the game. I know. Like also, um, not saying that this shows that Mahomes is like he was the reason, but um, when a quarterback throws an interception, that is so demoralizing as well, and it is hard for your team to bounce back from that. Throwing two interceptions is even harder, and that is where you have the n- nobody's only at fault. All of those things had to happen in order for them to play a really bad game. Yes, and again, I think Mahomes is still the best quarterback of the NFL. Yep. By a long shot. Yep. Do I think he's going to win multiple more MVPs and multiple more Super Bowls? I really do. But on Sunday, February 7th, at Raymond James Stadium, he played bad. End of story. You can't argue it. Yeah, agreed. I, I don't understand why everyone is attacking me for saying Mahomes played poorly. A.K.A. Ryan to group me. Hey, you don't need to out them like that. I'm outing them. Okay. But (laughs) this kind of leads to Mahomes didn't win the MVP this season. He won it a couple years ago. Aaron Rodgers won it this season. And you and I did the math. I need to look up. But you want to go on your MVP rant uh, quickly. So go ahead. I do. So Ryan and I were talking about how – they, we have three quarterbacks who are nearing contracts. Possible. They're eligible for contracts. contract discussions, right? Um, and that's Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Baker Mayfield. So um, Ryan was saying that Lamar Jackson, he felt, deserved a contract because he was the MVP of the league uh, last year. And I said that, you know, I don't think MVPs mean anything. They're basically based off of stats, which, yes, stats are important. Don't get me wrong. I think stats are important. But I think that there are a lot of people who win the MVP of the league and then do nothing in the offseason. One of them being Lamar Jackson last year. Lost in the first round of the playoffs. This year, Aaron Rodgers lost in the NFC Championship. Not great. Um, the year before that was Mahomes, Mahomes. Who lost in the who, conference championship. Yep. And I can keep going, but I don't think I have to to make the point. I did the research. The last the last quarterback to win the MVP and the Super Bowl in the same season was Kurt Warner in 1999. Exactly. It's ridiculous. This MVP, yes, that is a cool thing. But I was telling Ryan... It is the equivalent of saying I had a really high GPA in college. In the professional world, nobody really gives a crap what your GPA was in college. Am I right? Well, that yes, that's true. But, I mean, MVPs do help for Hall of Fame. Yes, for those things. So does having a high GPA. But in order to win the job... They're not gonna really care if you were the if you had a four point job. G- what do you mean? Oh, like oh, okay. and a, if you have a four point GPA, but let's say you went to a school that's not really well known for things, right? That's not that impressive. Or you had a four but you still don't know a lot of your stuff and you can't work independently. That's not great. Kind of same thing here. You can make get good stats and have nothing to show for it. Yeah, I mean, it's fair enough, but I think your point is um, the class of 2018 first-round quarterbacks are all eligible for extensions because they've played three years, and we're talking about the ones that are in question, which is Lamar, 
Josh Allen and Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield. Sam Darnold obviously is, you know, on the trading block and Rosen's been on four teams already. Yeah. So So these are the only three really left of that class. And the big thing that I'm saying is I think nobody should really get money yet. Right. Because I really think that we should break this really stupid pattern of paying quarterbacks early. Yeah. We saw how that really hurt Philly with Wentz. And the Rams with Goff. Rams with Goff. Honestly, Both traded this offseason. Cousins, even though he's still he with didn't the, get paid early. No, I know, but his huge. His my point is his huge. But your point is the getting paid early. Which getting he paid didn't, early, as but well. he didn't. Kirk didn't. He had, right. he was franchise tagged twice, so you can't use yeah. that example. Okay, I'm sorry. And then you have Dak. That we'll see what happens. He got franchise tag. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Never mind. But yeah, I think you should wait to pay your quarterback because honestly your first few years could be great and the next few could be terrible aka Carson Wentz yeah I mean we'll see if Wentz bounces back at all um same with golf but I think golf is not in a very particularly good situation going to Detroit no Wentz has a chance we'll see if he was bad or if he needs things to be perfect around him which I'm not going to blame him for Things have been perfect around quarterbacks before, and they've, you know, won Super Bowls and stuff. Things have also been not perfect around people before, but also I feel like the quarterbacks that are remembered are the quarterbacks that don't have everything perfect. That's right. So That's more impressive. All right. Is that that all you had? That is all I had. I just wanted to say that I think MVPs mean diddly squat in terms of contract. Well, it means something. But should should mean less than they do. I feel like people take that more into account, and it's, it's... uh, weighs heavier than it should in a decision. All right. I I mean, I think Lamar's going to – the fact of the matter is I think Lamar is going to get paid and Josh Allen is going to get paid and Baker Mayfield eventually will get paid. So it all doesn't Oh, really they matter. will all get paid, but let's all stop paying quarterbacks too early. Okay. Let's see how the chips fall. Speaking of paying people, <laughs> yeah. let's talk to some players that were free and have been signing new contracts. The NFL – what? Some players who got uh, paid. I just said that. I know. I How exciting. Just, yeah. They got their money. Even though the salary cap is down a little bit, mm. um, players still getting their money. Uh, you had, uh, let's see, it was a big money contract. You know, um, we thought a lot of wide receivers would be, you know, off the market already. That market has kind of died down a little bit. No one's really getting big money. Yeah. Um, offensive lineman Joe Tooney's getting big money for the Chiefs. He left the Patriots after being franchise tagged. Um, a lot of interesting Trent, moves Trent in general. Williams re-signs with San Francisco, got a big contract as well. But the move everyone wants to talk about oh, yeah. is the Washington football team has their quarterback for 2021. And that's it. The Ryan man with two sides. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick signs a one-year deal. Base salary of $10 million, can get up to $12 million if he plays well. Uh, I'm excited. But the problem is... Will we get Fitz Magic? Will we get Fitz Tragic? Will we get both? I think you'll get both. We will get both. Probably <laughs> in consecutive weeks. I mean, you might even get both in one game. Uh, it, hey, it could happen. The, I'm excited for week one. He'll throw for 385 and four touchdowns. And then week two, 133 and three picks. So It's going to yeah. get ready. Get ready. Get buckled in. It's time to go on the Washington football team roller coaster. Oh, buddy. But... Where does that put them? Well, I honestly think for 2021, he is a better option than anyone they have on the roster. Yes. He was better than Alex Smith. Yes. And, you know, 
Love the Alex Smith story. Love it. It was great. He came back and played. Did not play very well, but we won games, and that's all that mattered. Kind of wish he had retired. Kind of wish he'd retired. But I also understand that he wants the money. Yeah, but I don't know who's going to pick him up. I honestly don't. Did he, out of curiosity, with cutting him, does he get more money than if he had retired? He had no guaranteed money left. Oh, so it didn't matter. He is free and making no money. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so at that point, see, I would have understood if you would wanted to get cut instead of retiring if that was going to get you more money but in this case i think i would have gone and retired he just he, he still wants to play and for you the... know you can't blame him for that no but yeah that's I sad think fitzpatrick is gonna like it's gonna be both sides but i think i think they can win the division still with fitzpatrick he's never played in a playoff game i mean with the philadelphia Philadelphia's terrible, ridiculous coach this is they're terrible the, the giants, only other thing is the giants no uh, i would say the giants are lower i'm what still, i'm still worried about dallas they have dak back the offense is explosive they probably can't stop anybody but the giants were a decent team they were six and ten they were still decent no I'm not i think they're on the it. up and up okay they better hope saquon barkley can get through a year well yeah who would have thought that uh, Saquon Barkley has played less games than Baker Mayfield? Well, he's a running back. Running backs get hurt more. Why is this a comparison? Because a lot of people thought that Baker wouldn't be playing anymore. Why? Because they thought he'd be he's cut the number one or overall he'd be the pick. second. Yeah, I know. No, they would, I'm talking they... about you, Colin Cowherd. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, he doesn't listen to this podcast. Who called Baker a solid backup. Yeah, well, he's wrong about that. But we don't need to kill him today. No. What else happened? Um, uh, staying on Washington, because that's what's on my mind right now. Today, Wednesday, they signed Curtis Samuel, the wide receiver for the Panthers, formerly with Ron Rivera, mm-hmm. also former Ohio State Buckeyes. So we know Terry McLaurin approves of that. Yep. He's also a good punt returner, and he's cheap. Three years, about $34 million total. So Not bad That's very exciting. The wide receiver room gets more explosive. <laughs> like how $34 million is considered cheap. Well, for NFL players, it is. I know. It's just so funny. And it's total, not annually. It's like I know. It's a little over 10 annually. And then uh, yesterday, they signed William Jackson from Cincinnati, the corner, for a very similar contract. About three years, $42 million, roughly, um, with the laws that will set – Straight the loss of Ronald Darby, who went to Denver, and they paid him a lot. So, uh, the Browns right now, making a few moves. Browns are making a few good moves. They signed John Johnson from the Rams. That's a really good move. Uh, uh, kept their safety core, and they signed uh, Tack McKinley, a low cost, low risk, high reward deal because he's injury prone, but he's quick and he gives you speed on the edge. So, yeah. Browns still need to make a couple more moves on defense. Mm-hmm. Maybe get another wide receiver That's... in the room. Yeah. Or resign Higgins or do something. I am hoping they resign Higgins. Yeah. He needs a contract. They ha- him and Baker just have a special chemistry. They need to be together. Yep, and like I said, the wide receiver market's kind of bare. We thought mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay would be signed by now. We thought Juju Smith Schuster would be signed by now. There's and you know, Kurt Samuel was also on that list. Um but Marvin Jones went to Jacksonville. Very yeah. cheap deal. You know, we're still waiting, it's still early. You know, um, oh, Tyrod went to the Texans. Right, yeah. So that leads into the next conversation we have about a couple quarterbacks that people might have made available. One wants to be made available. Yeah. One as, you know, said, oh, I'm not, I don't want to be available. But if I was, these are the teams I'd go to. Yes. So, And then we have one that we're shocked isn't available yet. 
Who is that? Sam Darnold. Oh, well, I think he is kind of available. You think so? Yeah. So, so we'll stick with those three. First, let's stick with the, the least talented of the three, Sam Darnold. The Jets have the number two pick in the draft, and it looks like if they're not going all in for Deshaun, and it seems like recently Deshaun said he doesn't want to play there, so they look like they're going to take a quarterback, Zach Wilson, at number two, which means what's the point of keeping Sam Darnold on the roster? What's his market? I mean, if they trade him, could you get... They want a second-round pick for him. Is any team going to give up a second-round pick for Darnold? Uh, I don't know. I mean, there was talk of Washington maybe being in the mix, but they but signed Fitzpatrick, not so not anymore. And honestly, that would have been a stupid move. That would have been we. I mean, a second would have been a little steep for me. Maybe the yeah. second, third round. The, for an the, unproven quarterback. The other third round pick we have, maybe, because we have two thirds this year from the Trent Williams trade. Um, but I don't know if anyone I don't know if anyone's going to give up a second for him. Unless someone's looking for I mean, a backup quarterback. Like, Is anyone hurting for a backup? I mean, you look at San Francisco, they might not be sold on Jimmy G. Maybe the Patriots are still not done making moves at quarterback. You know, I I know they're recently. I Cam, I could but... honestly see the Patriots being like, eh, let's take a you know, younger quarterback to put as our backup in case Cam continues yeah. to not work. Yeah. So that's that on Darnold. Maybe it's the Gase thing. I don't think it's that. Its completion percentage is just yeah. so bad. So we'll see. Yes, what he is he awful. <laughs> All right, um, Russell Wilson. So the let Russ cook movement. I guess is dying now because they they, all, well, they, don't they let wanna, him they, cook. They, they don't want to improve so the well. offensive line. They let Chris Carson go. <laughs> they don't have a running back to run the ball, and Russ is not very happy. So he has expressed his displeasure a couple times, but he is yet to say that he wants to be traded. His Which, agent did come out and say, "Well, if he did want to be traded, he would want to go to the Cowboys, Saints, Bears, and Raiders." Well, let's 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 look at the situation. The Cowboys. They just re-signed Dak. Uh-uh. He's uh-uh. not going there. No. The Saints, um, Russell Wilson has a greater, ch- uh, just as good of a chance of playing for, you know, the Baltimore Orioles than the New Orleans Saints at this point. Yeah. Because the Saints can't afford him. Yeah. And they, they have. They don't have the draft capital, and they re-signed Jameis Winston. Yeah. Jason Hill. Um, that's not going to happen. The Bears... Uh, reportedly offered a big package yesterday for Russell Wilson. They offered the Bears three first-round picks, a third-round pick, and two veteran starters. And Seattle said no. So in turn, the Bears um, signed Andy Dalton, which is the fair? biggest Bears move of all time. So that leaves. I know it's kind of funny. So that leaves. You the... go from trying to offer up the world to get Russell Wilson. To settling for Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton for ten million when he went for three million dollars last year. Yeah, wild. And then that leaves the Raiders, who Russ I think wanted to go there because the offensive line was good, but they just traded Trent Brown, they traded Rodney Hudson, and it looks like a bunch of their linemen are going to be gone next year. So that doesn't look as nice. Yeah, and they no. just lost Nelson Aguilar to the Patriots. So it looks like Russ is stuck in Seattle. Yeah, Russ is either stuck in Seattle or uh, retiring. <laughs> no, he's not retire. no he's I only know. Thirty one. Of course, he's not going to retire. But you know what I mean. All right, and then we have Deshaun Watson, who has Oof. been vocal about being traded, but the Texans have said consistently that they are not going to trade him. Yeah. So, it looks like they will just both sides will just have to get uncomfortable. As in Deshaun will hold out. Yeah, I I think, and the Texans will say we'll pay you. 
If but you're if you if you're gonna be here and you're gonna sit, then you're gonna sit. Out of curiosity, here. is there anything in these contracts that says that like you don't get paid if you just sit out? Um, like if it's not for an injury, it's a good question. Because I'm kind of curious about that. Well, if you're on, I know I think in the NFL, you know, you got your guaranteed money, and if you're on the roster, you make that money, and they're they're not going to cut him. The cap hit would be ridiculous. So no. There's, I don't think there's anything like the thing with Le'Veon Bell recently was he was franchise tagged, but he never signed the tag, so he never showed up, and he missed out on that fourteen million dollars. But he wasn't technically under contract. Right. Deshaun Watson's under, excuse me, under contract, so he's he's going to get paid whether he plays or not, and I think the Texans are willing to get uncomfortable with that. I mean, I think they are thinking he's bluffing. And he's thinking they're bluffing. Both, it's it's a matter of what side blinks first. It's a little bit of uh, playing chicken. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Who do you think blinks first? Do you think um, Deshaun says, okay, I'll play? Or do you think the Texans say, okay, we'll trade you? I honestly think Deshaun is going to say, okay, I'll play. Really? Strictly because I think he's a good guy, right? He hasn't shown he's a bad guy. Exactly, right? And I think that he's going to feel bad. Mm. And guilt is going to start to lay in. Yeah. I think the Texans are going to have to trade him, and I think it's going to be done closer to the draft. Because there's teams, whether it's Miami or San Francisco or Denver, they will offer million picks. Yeah. Million defensive players, whatever they want to get. Denver would be a really interesting place. Denver has... They have Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon in the backfield. They have Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. They got Noah Fant. They have a good defense. If you only have to give up a couple defensive pieces, hey, he makes them a contender in that division with Mahomes and Herbert. So yeah, I I think Denver. I think well, I think if you plug him into San Francisco, they're the Super Bowl favorite next year mm-hmm. because of the because of their defense, and we assume everyone's going to stay healthy next year. He's not going to go here, but I think he would have been interesting with the Giants. I would. I don't think he's going to. I don't think it's no, going to end up happening. Think, but I yeah. think it would be interesting. I think it would. That's a good point. But because it is, it, it is a team that is on the up and up, in my opinion. I don't think their quarterback is the answer, personally. No, I don't think so either. And they're not necessarily a quarterback away, but no, they are in need of a quarterback. They need some weapons. They need a better offensive line. A quarterback would help them start it, though. For sure. But I don't think he he's not a plug-it. Like, no. If but he wants a... to win San Francisco yes. or Miami is the spot. But in terms of draft, not draft capital, uh, trade capital, which team do you think has the most to offer? Oh, Miami. I mean, they have two firsts this year, including mm-hmm. the number three overall pick. They have Tua. Yeah. They can give them. if Because if, they signed Jacoby Brissett. If they don't think two is the answer and Deshaun says, I want to play in Miami, you got to – I like Tua. I think I think it's a little too soon to give up on him. But if you can get Deshaun Watson, I mean – I think it's a little early to give up on him. I, I, I mean, just the fact that he was so high in the draft, it's like you can't do that. <laughs> I, I think the, I think with how good Justin Herbert was made the Dolphins a little more impatient as in we could have had Herbert over this kid. Right. And this kid's not performing well, and Herbert is throwing it all over the yard. That's true. I, I, that's probably what it is. But, I mean... But we have to remember, like, at least he's playing better than Sam Darnold did. Yes. But I think Miami has the most to offer, 
I don't think that'd be the best situation for him because I don't know, like, if you give up the through first to first next year, to a, maybe a third and then another, and like a defensive starter or something, like, um, like Byron Jones or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I don't know how much better that makes you, I mean, the defense might not be as good still. And like, people are like, um, the Panthers keep saying they're making a big push, but they like, they're willing to include Christian McCaffrey. Well, why would Deshaun Watson want to go to Carolina if Christian McCaffrey's not there? Yeah, like, that's <laughs> kind of the whole point. Yeah, so, I don't know where Deshaun Watson's going to end up. I, I do think he gets traded before the draft. I really do. And I think that the Texans are going to have a lot of extra draft picks going forward. It's going to be interesting. All right, switching gears now. Uh, two leagues of basketball. We're first going to start in the NBA. Uh, we're little. We All just right. got finished the All-Star break. I already have. Oh, you do. You have the standings We're up. We're going to play a game. Play a Everybody's game. favorite we game. We played it with the NFL. We're going to play it with the NBA. We're going to go through the top six teams in each conference. And I will tell you if they are contenders or pretenders. I might throw in a You could throw in a couple wild here picks. Here and there sure. just because I don't really follow the NBA all that much. I have to be the resident NBA savant. So, so I will do we that. are going to you do. You don't have to go in any order. The top six teams, but you don't have to. Go I know. In any order. I won't. But I'm just saying but for each conference. The top so six the, teams. Yes, yes, I'm in the Eastern Conference. In the Eastern Conference. Okay. Or, Let's do the playoff teams. So eight. All right. We have time. We're gonna start with number eight. Okay. The Knicks. Well, they're pretenders. I mean, no, we should do the top six because the bottom of the East, especially, is terrible. Knicks are pretenders. Okay. The Celtics. Uh, see, I thought the Celtics coming off an Eastern Conference Finals appearance last year. They got Brad Stevens. They got a good coach. Kemba Walker's had knee issues. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are stars, but they're not leading the team like they should. They lost Gordon Hayward. Sorry, they're pretenders to me. Honestly, I might say this a little too soon, hmm. but the entire Eastern Conference hey. might be pretenders. It could be. Player, NBA players move to the Eastern Conference. You are dominating only the West. It is ridiculous. Okay, the Hawks. Oh, they're pretenders. I mean, Trey Young is a nice little player, and John Collins, apparently they want to deal him, but he's their second best player. Your boy, a Jewish Jordan, Kevin yep. Herter, yep. making plays, but they can't stop anybody. They're, they're going to get swept in the first round if they make the playoffs. And number five, the Hornets. I like what LaMelo Ball's giving them. They're winning some games. By far the best Ball brothers so far. They're pretenders, though, because they can't stop anybody, and they don't have a very deep roster. Gordon Hayward's a nice player, but still you know, not 100% off that injury. LaMelo Ball's got a bright future, but sorry, Hornets. First round exit. Number three, the Bucks. Ah, the Milwaukee Bucks. How you have toyed with my heart the past two years. I picked you to win the championship Two years ago, I picked you to get to the finals last year. You didn't even come close. Giannis is a great player. Two-time defending MVP. Mm. This year, they're pretenders. They lost. They traded three first-round picks for Drew Holiday, who's been in and out of the lineup. They're still experimenting defensively. Like, I'm watching right now. They're an I mean, they're, oh, it's a good game against Philadelphia, but I think they're pretend. I, I need to see it first. They always, Giannis especially, melts down in the playoffs. It's because... He can't shoot. Like, people say, they, they say this every year, but it's true. If Giannis ever develops a a passable 
jump shot. Like a 40% from three. 38% from three. He'd be the best player in the league. But he's not. But he doesn't shoot that way, so he's not. And the Bucks will flame out in the playoffs probably again. So pretender. Sorry. Sorry, I was just scrolling. And I just realized the Wizards are 12 and the Cavaliers are 13. Wow. Oh, they're both bad. Yeah. I thought you were going to ask me about those. The Wizards are contenders, baby. Wiz and four. Uh, Cavs and uh, Wizards are, aren't even, like, an option. No. <laughs> uh, number four, the Heat. Oh, the Heat are the four seed? Yeah. I thought they were bad this year. Coming they off- are. The entire Eastern oh, Conference geez. is bad. Oh, that's how you know. When the, heat are the, when the Heat is the four seed. Okay. Um, Jimmy Butler is a fine player. They've got young guys like Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero, but they're still cooked from the making the finals, I guess, last fall. They didn't have a full offseason. They got beat down by the Lakers. You know, they got a good culture, but they're pretenders. I I don't think they can win a cha- I don't think they can win a first round series depending on who they play. Number two, the Brooklyn Nets. I've changed my tune very slightly on the Nets. I was very low on them early in the year. I did not buy into this KD and Kyrie, you know, hype. I was like, well, you got to play some defense. Well, they did play an awful lot of bad games. They did, but they have James Harden now, and they're the team to beat in the East. That's not very hard to do. Well, they're a contender because I think they're going to make the NBA Finals. What? I think they're going to make the NBA Finals. They're going to get out of the East because... Oh, right, because that's no one. There's because no one there. who's going to... I don't... Yeah, you're right. Although, fun fact, the Cavs beat the Nets. They, they beat them in a regular season game. Still! I know. I think the Nets are... Con- <laughs> if Kevin Durant is healthy, they're contenders and will win the East and maybe more. Whoever's coming out of the West, wow, you're going to have an easy Finals. All right, and number one, the 76ers. Only number one by because they are one game better. They have the best record in the East, not in the league. No. Um, <laughs> well, they, I mean, if, you'll be surprised when you go to the, go to the West standings. You'll be surprised at the top how similar it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, you're right. Doc Rivers is the coach. I like um, the 76ers. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid have played well, but the problem now is that Joel Embiid is hurt. Mm-hmm. again and you have never gotten the sense that he can stay healthy so are they contenders for the east sure for a title i don't think so i don't think they can stay healthy they're a deep team but i i don't know how they score especially if joel Embiid is hampered ben simmons also can't shoot tobias harris is a nice player but they can't compete with brooklyn or the dogs out west so yeah contender for the east yes for the championship i don't see it all right, moving on to the West. Oh, yeah. Number five, the Nuggets. Uh, my Nuggets. I've been on the Nuggets for a couple years now. Yes, you I've, have. I, Ever since yeah. you uh, had to tweet for them. Since I had to tweet for them in my class, I've been on. I've been following them they closely. They didn't know that they were, no. he was tweeting for I them, like what they've the done. I like what they've built with Jokic and Murray. They came back on, the, on my Clippers last year. I never did a rant about that, how I've disowned my Clippers. I picked them all year to win the championship. And they totally folded and melted away in the playoffs last year against this Denver team. But see, I was tough in that series because my Clippers, my Nuggets, I mean, where are we going here? <laughs> but my Nuggets eventually won. See, it can't be mad because my team won that series. Every time you say my Nuggets, 
my chicken nuggets. They're in the, <laughs> That's what I think. They're of. in the microwave right I now. I just think about you holding like a dish of Go chicken nugs. nuggets from Chick Fil A. Hey, look me, guys. When you're listening, us. every time remember, every time the Nuggets win a playoff game, we have to get nugs the next day. So let's remember that. Let's keep that going. Anyway. They're pretenders because they're not as good this year. Jokic looks a little out of shape, but he's still putting up buckets. And Jamal Murray is just not consistent. So uh, not even a contender for the Western Conference. So total pretenders. Sorry, Denver. You're still my nugs. Number eight, the Mavericks. See, my Mavericks too. Dang it. How many teams do I have? My Luka? (laughs) (laughs) Balling again. They've gone on a little bit of winning streak. They were my pick to get to the Western Conference Finals at the beginning of the year, if you remember that. Luka was my MVP. Well, he's not going to win the MVP. They're not going to make it to the Western Conference Finals because they can't stop anybody, and they're looking to trade Kristaps Sporzingis. So, they are pretenders. Maybe next year, guys. The Spurs. They're so boring, aren't they? They're always... They are. I mean, they want to trade LaMarcus Aldridge. They're pretenders to me. I mean, they they don't have the firepower when they had Duncan and Parker and Ginobili and Kawhi Leonard. They're just not the same team. Like, DeMar DeRozan doesn't move the needle for me. So, sorry, Spurs. The Trailblazers. They're an interesting... They're they're always Hey, isn't that where uh, Jake Jake uh, Lehman is? He's played there. I don't know if he's currently there. Well, he was there. He played, uh... Um, Fun fact, he went to University of Maryland, yes, and did. I had a beta fish named Jake Lehman, and I would remember Yik Yak. I would uh, <laughs> oh post God, on Yik-Yak. I would post on Yik Yak. So 2016. It, yeah. And I would post on Yik Yak and say ridiculous things like, Jake Lehman is on my desk, but I was talking about my beta fish. All Coming right, off of that tangent, um, they are pretenders, but Lillard and McCollum are always a scary duo. It's always Dame time. I'm sorry, Garrett. I know you're Damian Lillard's biggest fan, but they are pretenders for the Western Conference. And the Clippers. Oh, Clippers. I kind of ranted on you earlier in my Nuggets point, but you guys are so unbelievably... You make me sick. They make me sick. They belong in the basement. They're the reason they're the second team in Los Angeles. They always were the second team, even when the Lakers stunk and the Clippers were winning 55 games a year with Doc Rivers and Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. They still couldn't get out of the Lakers' shadow because they disappointed me so many times in the playoffs. But you're contenders because of this. Ty Lue is a good coach. So let me know likes Ty Lue. I do like Ty Lue. Kawhi Leonard, maybe, maybe. A uh, little chip on his shoulder for last year. Playoff. P, way off P, pandemic P, playoff P, E, E, Paul George, the meme king. He's, he's getting killed for how bad he's been playing. Maybe, just maybe he gets, you know, that fire under him to play well in the playoffs. And maybe, just maybe, you get to your first ever conference finals in your history. Come on, Clippers, do it for me. Contenders. Nice. Also, Jake Lemon is on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, okay. Oh, they suck. They're he was like, on the... In 2017, he was in the Windy City City... Windy oh, City Bulls. Oh, G League. Let's yeah. go for Chicago. Yeah. Nice. But he was there at the same time that he was in the Trailblazers, so I'm a little well, confused. Same year. I mean, you can get... You get moved down all the time. It happens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. What did I say? You said the Clippers. All right. Uh, the Suns. Ooh. Number two. Ooh. 
I like the Suns. I like them a lot. I like I loved the Chris the move to get Chris Paul because that's what this team was missing. Monty Williams is a fantastic coach. Chris Paul, even at age fifty-seven or however old he is, he is balling and playing good defense, distributing. Devin Booker's an all-star. Mikael Bridges is a fine player. DeAndre Ayton finally developing into that center of the future that they drafted with the number one overall pick. But they are, unfortunately, pretenders because they are just too young to deal with the big boys out west. Sorry, sons. I'm rooting for you. Hopefully, Chris Paul can hang around a couple more years, get that culture going. But sorry, Phoenix Suns. You are pretenders. The Lakers and LeBron James. LeBron, LeBron James. Why do you make me do this? Why do you make me... I like LeBron James. I really do. But I'm also a LeBron James realist. He's there. Well, obviously they're they're contenders because I think if if they play the Nets and Anthony Davis is fully healthy, they would beat the Nets. Um, I don't know if they'd match up well against the Sixers or somebody. It's it all depends on the matchup for me for the Lakers. But they're contenders because they're they're coming off a championship. They have a good roster and they have LeBron James, who I have to say is the best player in the league at this point. I wasn't saying that the last couple years. Like when he missed the playoffs and when Kevin Durant was just beating his you-know-what in the finals with Golden State. Maybe it wasn't fair. Maybe Durant was on a better team. Blah, 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 blah. He still beat LeBron head-to-head. He played better than LeBron. But LeBron's still balling in year 18 or whatever it is now. So, yeah, yeah, the Lakers are contenders for sure. They're my favorite probably out of the Western Conference at this point. Yeah, I agree. Um, Number one. The Jazz. The Utah Jazz. Oh, look, it's your shirt. It is my shirt. I'm wearing a Utah Jazz shirt. Um, yeah, They give me so much of the 2015 Atlanta Hawks vibes. They won 60 games. They had four all-stars, but not a superstar. I like Donovan Mitchell a lot. He's a star. He's not a superstar because he's just too young. Can they give the Clippers trouble? Yes. Can they give the Lakers trouble? I don't think so. So I would say pretender for the championship because I don't think they have anyone that can match up with LeBron James or a healthy Anthony Davis. But hopefully this isn't the peak for the Jazz because they're going to finish with the top record in the West. They're just playing too well right now. Mm -hmm. But in a seven-game series, the team with the best player is going to win. And against the Clippers, they wouldn't have the best player. Against the Lakers, they wouldn't have the best player. Against the Mavericks, they wouldn't have the best player. Against the Nuggets, they wouldn't have the best player in the series. So, it's, it's yeah, I think they're pretenders, sadly. Wow. And that wraps up the segment of Pretenders and Contenders. Thank you. Thank you very much. We'll try to incorporate more NBA into the show. For all you NBA fans out there that love regular season NBA. Yeah, I only care when the Cavs are good. That's right. All right, now to the part that everyone wants to talk about. The NCAA tournament starts tomorrow. Yep, it happens every week. uh, Sorry, every year, and it's on my birthday week. It's not your birthday anymore? It was yesterday. Birthday week, I said. Yes, it does. It does. Are you worried that that your birthday gets overshadowed or something? No. Okay. I'm worried that I will be disappointed. Okay. So the good thing for, well, let's specifically for you. Yes. You have three teams that you root for all made the tournament. Uh, 
the only three teams I root for. The made only the three teams. Well, Sorry. actually, I... Okay, let's go with four. Four teams that I root for okay. in the tournament. All in the tournament. Well, let's yep. first start with a team we both share a love for. Mm-hmm. And that's the Virginia Tech Hokies, who are a 10 seed. Who is now a basketball school. They're just Confirmed. an anything Confirmed. But... No, they're a basketball school. They're a baseball school. They're a wrestling school. Sure. They're anything but a They're a track school. school. They're a track school, for sure. They're swimming and diving school. Yes. Um, <laughs> first with VT... COVID issues kind of hurt them towards the yeah, end of the year. Yeah, that definitely hurt their seeding. Only played 21 games. It definitely hurt their seeding. They're a 10 seed, a little bit low. Probably the best 10 seed in this tournament. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, um, Wait, hold up. <laughs> uh, Keve Aluma, um, good player. Mike Young has done a hell of a job in his second year getting guys in there that are buying into his system. They're, they could score like crazy. They're playing scrappy defense. They've got a good team. I don't know if they can make a deep run this year because I just don't – they're not deep enough. They, they There's not enough – they need one, a scorer off the bench, a driver off the bench, and that maybe that comes next year with Storm Murphy who said he's transferring from Wofford to VT. So we're very excited about that. Uh, Solmia, your quick outlook on the Hokies' path this year. They have a difficult path. Mm. That is all I've That got. is all. Like if they beat Florida, who's no slouch – they would have to play Ohio State if they beat Oral Roberts. So, yeah. again, and not easy. Ohio State, a good team this good year. Good team. All right. Now let's go to another 10 seed we're rooting for. And that is... Also, you are the best 10 seed. That's what we're going to get to. The Terrapins of Maryland, who somehow made this tournament with 13 losses. But Solmia, yeah, please ramble on about how good the Big Ten is this year. The The Big Ten is good. The Big Ten is good most years. Did I say I disagree? No, I'm just letting you have your moment. The Big Ten is the best, I'm going to go with it, the best conference. I can't disagree. They have two number one seats, two number two seats. They know basketball. Like, this was not necessarily true. We kind of joined the Big Ten more so because of football and some more opportunities there. Um, because you, as you, if you, anyone remembers, Maryland used to be part of the ACC, um, and everyone was kind of shocked that we joined the Big Ten. But you know, it kind of makes sense now. And the way the way you're seeing these Big Ten schools showing up for the tournament year after year after year, it's making sense why Maryland, a basketball school, no, we're not a football school, guys. Let that go. It's not happening. Barstool MD thinks they're a football school. Nope, we are a basketball school. Who thinks you're a football school? Lots of people. Coach Loxley. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so Maryland had a rough season, mostly because we had a heartbreaking season last year. Maryland was expected to do very well. Maybe a two seed in the tournament, they probably would have won the whole thing. Easily. We had some of our best players. Turgeon was coaching at his finest, and COVID COVID happened. And I think... That made this season hard for them. But they still had some quality wins. Yes. At Wisconsin, at Illinois. Super you good know, wins. But like, some really terrible losses. Yes. They are a team that State. I really I was on the University of Maryland basketball roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got um Ayala's a good player, Morcel's a great defender. You guys are big. They're scrappy know. too. Scrappy. So your key to a run in this tournament is Good defense, get hot shooting. Because if you stop, if you play UConn, 
I think you could beat UConn. I so, think so too. Uh, just Alabama is. We haven't be too good after Alabama. We have a doable run though. Yeah, I mean, it's not a super difficult path. Michigan's a very vulnerable one seed, and mm-hmm. you know, Florida State and LSU. Are the it helps that we. Texas is very vulnerable. It helps that we've played Michigan before. But you've lost to them three times. But I don't care okay. because we played them, so you kind of know. Okay. All right, moving on to another team. Yes! Before, the Bobcats. It's not Ohio State, Ohio. everybody. O-H-I-O in Athens. Yes! my uh, The home of my grad school program. Boom. They I the am Mac there Conference once tournament. a week. They won the MAC Conference Tournament. They get an automatic bid. And they are a 13 seed against UVA. So we all have interest in that game anyway. Of course we are. So um, I've watched a full one game of Ohio University. And I am sold. And all I can say is Jason Preston is a player. He is amazing. He's a baller. Like if he does not go to the NBA, I'll be shocked. Yeah. He's he's by far their best player. He has he's gonna have to do everything. Mm-hmm. And this Bobcats team can win a couple games in this tournament. They are with UVA's COVID mm-hmm. issues. I mean, we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about some you know upsets we have, but we both have this upset, so we're gonna use it here. So you can't use it later. Sorry, that's fine. We both have Ohio beating Virginia. Yep, in the first round because of Virginia's COVID issues, mm-hmm. and they are not a great scoring team. Nope. If Preston and... can figure out that defense, oh, I and. Just oh, the them. Bobcats have this momentum that can drive them pretty yep. far. They're yeah, they're hot, and UVA is not. Yep, UVA is a little depressed. Let's be real; yeah. it's so been a really terrible sleep. season. We, oh, yeah, we both have OU actually getting to the Sweet Sixteen. Yep, because I don't think except Creighton for in our insane brackets that yeah, are ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> then right, we have so I have them in my so that's our teams, and that leads us into the next part which is first round upsets. first round upsets so we'll each pick one yeah we're picking from our real from our real brackets, brackets. that we have going on i mean um, granted i have two real brackets so me, but... i'm gonna let you go first and it can't be ou because we already talked about them all right what's a big first round upset that you like oh wait can i go from my other one my take me to vegas 2021 no you I, is that your no i didn't want your real i have one. two real ones okay Fine, go to because your... I have a more interesting upset okay, in this fine. one, I think. Go ahead. Wait, do I? I don't know. <laughs> go Hold ahead. up. I might be wrong. You might be wrong. Unbelievable. I'm wrong. Fine, I'll just go. You go ahead. My, I have a couple... Oh, I do. I have. Ha-ha. This is, again, not championship podcasting, but go ahead. I'm <laughs> sorry. Wait, does this count? I have Rutgers beating Clemson. That doesn't count. They're a favorite. What? In point spread, the Rutgers is a favorite. How am I supposed to know that? Because you need to look at the lines. Okay, I'm going. Never mind. You know what? You go. Okay, I'll go. I have a couple 12 seeds I have winning, but I'll pick one. Um, dang it. I'll just mention it. I think Georgetown's going to beat Colorado in the first round. I think they're hot. And But my serious one is, trust me, I'm not stealing it from anyone. I know a lot of people have this upset, but Winthrop. Winthrop is a team to watch. They are 23-1 and on the season. They play Villanova in round one. Villanova is without... Their best player in Colin Gillespie. I think they're demoralized from that. They lost to Georgetown in the Big East tournament. So, again, they are not exactly on any kind of streak. Winthrop beats Villanova in the first round and advances. There it is. I found it. Jeez. It took me a second. I have VCU. Oh. 
Go Rams. Oregon. Garrett, Uncle Dan, go Rams. Yes. Both people we know yes. who went slash go to VCU. Yeah. Yay. That might be why I picked them. That probably is. I almost <laughs> picked, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't pick VCU. Yeah. See, Garrett? I like you more. Oh, man. That's rough. All right. So that's our upsets. That's pretty cool. You have any analysis behind your upset? No. Cool. All right. Let's move to the next thing on our agenda, which was what for this bracket? Next have the list thing is dark horse teams that can make a run. Okay. I have mine. Go. Mine is OU. That doesn't count. What? Different team. Damn. Okay. You go. I'm talking like Elite Eight Final Four run. You want me to go? Okay. Then here we have it. Fine. Go. Nope. Dang it. You're the worst. Oh, dude. yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm Wait, not editing no. this. Is he, is, can West Virginia be a dark horse? That was going to be my pick. Damn it. Then you go. No, I won't pick West Virginia anymore. I will. All right. Because that's my dark <laughs> Dang horse. Dang it. Okay. I'm <laughs> going to go. Okay. You can pick West Virginia. I'm, because I've seen a lot of West Virginia games this year being in the area. Yeah. And having to cover them. Fun they're fact. Really, we live in West Virginia. They're a really damn good team <laughs> and they can make some noise. But I will pick Florida State. I think Florida State. They Ooh, lost. That's a good one. They lost in the title game to Georgia Tech in the ACC, but they got a really good draw, and I think they have some really good players. Like they play UNC Greensboro in the first round, they're not very good. They play. Uh, I have them playing Georgetown or Colorado. They could beat Colorado, and Michigan is a very vulnerable one seed. That kid Livers is going to be. We don't know how long he's going to be out. He's probably their best player, their second best player. I think Florida State beats Michigan and gets to the Elite Eight. So Florida State is my dark horse team that makes a run in this tournament. But you can. Do you want to go on more about West Virginia? Uh, no, but I was just going to say they're a solid team. Um, again, I've also watched a few games, uh, not full games, like a few things here and there. Um, also, I've talked to a lot of West Virginia fans around us because we're surrounded by them, um, which is kind of a bummer. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're super excited. They have some solid players. Um, I don't know any of their names. And that's okay. But we will get to know them in the tournament. They... That is an interesting team to watch, and that will be a fun game. Yes. Which game? All of them. Okay. You, you, you get, like, there's... <laughs> I met, like, first round. Okay. All right. We've talked about upsets. We've talked about dark horses. We're on to now the... Now it's time to pick the teams we think will actually get to the dance. I think the final four. we should pick from both of our bra- our real brackets. Do I, you have two real brackets? I have one real bracket. You have one? I have one, and it's, it's okay. going to be a perfect bracket. As you know. Okay, then I'm going to tell you my two real brackets. Okay, fine. Okay? You just go. My first one, which is... No, uh... no, 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 no. You have to pick your one real one for the podcast's sake. That doesn't count. Okay, you can't have then I'm picking taking, Take Me to Vegas 2021. Okay, this has to be your... Re- no, you can't pick two. That's ridiculous. All right, I'm here. Ready? Okay. What? Who do you have winning the West region of your bracket? I know. Gonzaga. You have Gonzaga. Why? I think they're the best team in that division. Region. Region. Who do you have? You're the worst. Who do you have winning the South? Uh, right. Ohio State. Learn to read. Who do you have winning the Midwest? Wait, don't you want to know why I picked Ohio why State? Why do you think Ohio State is getting Because I've watched Ohio State. They are a solid team. I think they have what it takes. And I'm kind of a fan right now, even though... They're also in the Big Ten, but I always go Big Ten. Go Big Ten. Who wins the Midwest region? Illinois, another Big Ten. Oh, God. 
Why does Illinois win the Midwest? Because they're also a good team, and they're also in the Big Ten. Okay, and lastly, who do you have winning the East region? Maryland! Oh my God. Come on, I can't not. Yes, you can. You can easily not. Okay, in my other one... No, no, no. What For the for the Rypod bracket, the holy just, grail of brackets. Just, Maryland? Okay. Maryland. All right, I'm right I was wondering that. who I picked in the other okay. one. For the East Region, for me, West Region, Gonzaga wins. I love their draw. Mm -hmm. They're the best team. They have three All-Americans. They are just deep. They're old and young at the same time. Like, they have good veteran presence, but also this uh, freshman point guard, Jalen Suggs, baller. In the East, South, sorry, where am I going? The South, I too have Ohio State winning the South. I think they just can score too much. Dwayne Washington. E.J. Liddell, uh, Justice Suing. They, they're, they're so lethal offensively. I know they have their defensive issues, but that can be solved in this tournament. I think they beat Baylor in the Elite Eight and advance to the Final Four. In the Midwest, I also, you and I have three of the same Final Four. I have Illinois winning the Midwest. I think they're also one of the best teams in this tournament. Io DeSumo and, oh no, I'm forgetting, but Kofi Coburn, the center, is they're just solid NBA players. And they can defend at an incredibly high level. I can't get out of my head what they did to Michigan on the road just a few weeks ago. They beat them by 20. So Illinois makes the Final Four. And out of the East, I have Alabama making the Final Four, mostly because of the draw they get. Like I said earlier, I have Florida State beating Michigan in the Sweet 16. And Alabama beating Maryland and Texas on their way to beating Florida State. And Alabama gets to the Final Four. So... We've named our final four teams. It's time to name our champ games and champ winners. So I will go first since you went first on this first part of the final four. I have Gonzaga beating Alabama, and I have Illinois again, rematch of the Big Ten championship game, Illinois beating Ohio State again in the final four, getting to the national championship. So I have Gonzaga and Illinois, two one seeds. I know that's lame. Screw you. I don't care. That's what happens in the NCAA final four. And I have Illinois. Winning the national championship, spoiling Gonzaga's possible 32-0 season. They will finish 31-1. and And Illinois, the best team in the nation, wins the national title. I have Gonzaga beating Maryland. Oh, really? <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I have Ohio State beating Illinois. Ooh, revenge. So I'm going to have it be Gonzaga-Ohio State in the final. And I think Ohio State is going to win it. And the score will be 83-78. to 78. You have Ohio State beating Gonzaga? Yep. Wow. Yep. I'm going to pick Ohio State as a national champion. How about that? Well, I know. It's wild. Well, we both have a Big Ten team winning it all. Yep. Best teams from best conference. We Don't think. you kind of want to tell everybody your ridiculous bracket? Final oh, four? of course. Um we have a which silly Which mine is brackets, called Fake It Till You Make It. <laughs> which I honestly wouldn't be surprised if this gets a better score than my real bracket. My final Isn't that four what is, always happens? Yes, my final four is VCU, Maryland, Virginia Tech, and Sister Jean in Loyola, Chicago. But in the championship, I have Maryland playing Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech being the national champion because we all know that that's going to happen. Thank you very much. I'll take my check. And what's your I'll score? I'll take my payment in cash. Uh, 55 to 47. Very low scoring. Mine is uh, Ohio and Maryland. Oh, let's go. Oh, let's go, OU. Which would be a great game. Yes. <laughs> and then I have Virginia Tech and West Virginia. Okay. 
And I have Virginia Tech winning, and I have Maryland winning. So it's Maryland-Virginia Tech. Oh, I baby. think Maryland wins the whole thing, and the score is 64 to 59. All right. There we go. Give so, us our checks. Give us uh, – we know. We will take our payment in cash. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Or Ryan will also take a payment in a national broadcasting job. That would be nice. Fox Sports, you know what to do. Yep. All right. Well, we're looking at you. Yes. So that was a fun first podcast in over a month now. Very I know. Sad. We will be better. We, we swear. We will try to be better. Lots more sports going on finally. Yeah. March Madness, you'll hear from us throughout. Mm-hmm. If the NBA playoffs are around, you'll hear from us then. Baseball starts in a couple weeks, so you'll hear from us then. And uh, Ryan might have a special segment for you next week since Ryan is going somewhere cool. Oh, yes. Should we tell them now? Should we? Should we tell them now? Should we? Should we? I think so. Okay. I am going to Las Vegas next week. Yes. Very exciting. And he will get to bet on games oh, 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 oh. during March Madness. Oh, yes. Will he make money? Probably, Probably not. not. Probably not. But will maybe. he lose a lot of so, money? Man, I hope that not. are listening, this is for next week, so it'll be the Sweet 16 on Saturday. I need winners. I need your locks. I need them bad because I need some money. But really, Ryan will give those to you. Yes, I will also give you winners next week. So be on the lookout for that. I'm excited to go to Vegas. I just... It's going to be a great weekend. And Don't I'm just lose any money. Oh, I'm going to lose some money. Don't lose a lot of money. Okay. Well, enjoy this first week of March Madness, everybody. Enjoy the continued sports coverage. We will be back to recap the first two rounds. But all the crazy upsets, we know they're going to happen that we don't predict. Because every time an upset happens that no one sees coming. Are you ready for that? I am so ready for it. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you later. <laughs>